It's here. It's here. here. Download the all-new DJ Chase Radio mobile app today. Download Apple, iOS, and Android phones. Hey, it's P. Lakani, the boss of the block, and you're tuned in into my boy, DJ Chase Radio. Hey. Yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, the pregame party of this podcast right here on WDJCDB, DJChaseRadio.com, YouTube, DJ Chase, the Audible app, Spotify podcast, and Apple podcast. But enough for all that, man. We got the one, the only, P. La Krangi. I got it. The boss of the block. I said it correctly. You know this, man. BX all day. Harlem, what it is. The queen of, I'm a piano in the building, record label owner. Dope DJ, dope artist. You know this man. She's in the building. How you doing today, Mama? I'm doing great. So happy to be with you finally. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) New York misses you, by the way. Uh, I I I guess I guess I got abused in New York, but you know how that go. (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah yeah for sure for sure uh you know i want to talk about your background a little bit you're super accomplished you're a fire dj and honestly i think you're probably like the third dj i've had on here but i want to talk about some business i want to talk about your background i want people to get to know who you are as a person let's do it so you're born and raised in new york city correct yes um um from a cuban cuban background Mm -hmm. 
and uh, race, you know, East Coast, between East Coast and Puerto Rico, actually. Okay. So, yeah, but, you know, Puerto Rico is New York, just with palm trees, right? Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You know what's crazy? Actually, I went to PR last year in December, my first time. I like it. Uh, I loved it. I loved it. I had some food out there. I was in uh, San Juan, so it was it was beautiful. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's I, up. I got some nice nice pictures, and it was it was nice. It was really nice in San Juan. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, uh, Puerto Rican culture is very big on you know respect and things like that, and you know, yeah. real culture. You know, what I'm saying culture, yes. culture, culture. The food, from the music to everything like that. How was uh, home life growing up for you in a Spanish Puerto Rican household? Well, it, it was dope because um, my parents um, would fly me out there because my godparents, who are Cuban, lived in Puerto Rico. Mm. So I guess, and since we weren't in Cuba, they flew me to Puerto Rico so I wouldn't lose that that Latino culture. Mm. And it was awesome. I look forward every summer to like living in Puerto Rico for like three, three months, like the whole summer. And it, you know, reconnect me with my roots musically, mm. also you know, and the food. Like I will come back fat every time I come back. <laughs> definitely, definitely. That rice and beans is is no yeah. joke. <laughs> and, and then, and then when I was a kid, my friends wanted to eat McDonald's, right? Yeah. In Puerto Rico, and I'm like, where's the rice and beans at, man? <laughs> you know I mean? For sure, for sure. Home life for you was like a stable. It was a state, pretty much a stable home. You would say, correct? Yeah, I, I've got great great parents. I had they, they passed away. I've got I had great parents. Mm -hmm. um, the focus was studying and making money. That was yeah. you can do whatever you want, you know. It's with your life, as long as you study and mm -hmm. you know you became something. You're good. My parents that were not that parents. You have to pay rent. As long I could have studied like all my life and just lived there if I really wanted to. You know. Yeah, what I mean? that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, and my my father's influence was big on me. My father had mm -hmm. uh, he had a job, but in on the weekends he would do stuff like you know sell jewelry, sell suit. Like there was always a, a, a some kind of a legal hustle that he was doing. Yeah, yeah. And I, and, and I would do it with him every weekend. So I think that's where I got like all the entrepreneurship from. For sure, for sure. I respect that, respect that. And now, growing up in New York City, like, you know, 80s, 90s babies, that's where we are. And, you know, that time period was, it was, it was beautiful in New York. You know what I'm saying? How was growing up in New York for you? Like, you know, because I, you know, being Puerto Rican is different than being black in New York, which is not, not, not like wrong with it. But it's like, how was New York City growing up for you? Yo, it's dope. My parents both worked in New York City. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we lived in Jersey, but we he, they, they worked in New York City. So as a kid, mm -hmm. I was always there. It was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. It's eclectic. You know what I mean? It's, um, it, yeah. It was New fun. Is, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> you know? yeah, it was fun. It definitely and was fun. And, and music coming from every household, every window, every car. It's like, yeah. you know? So, yeah, it was dope. For sure, for sure. And, uh, you know, who did you listen to growing up? Uh, who did you... You know who who was you who were you bumping and who's the boss of the block bumping growing up? You can, I know you're not gonna laugh. You're gonna feel it. My grandmother. Wow. Okay. I understand that. My grandmother would cook for me while my parents worked. Yeah. And she, and she would sing. Mm. So my grandmother wanted to be a singer, but being a a, a woman of color uh, mm. growing up in, in Cuba and raising uh, you know three children as a single mother. It yeah. just was it wasn't afford to you know she couldn't do it mm. so uh, she would sing while she would cook and I think both things rubbed off on me so she, I really listened to her 
Mm. Uh, and then she would put like the Spanish channel Telemundo, Univision, all that stuff. Mm. And she would like, go listen to this singer, listen to that singer. And at that point, I wanted to be cool. I wanted to sing in English, you know. I'm gonna yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, something hit me one day. You try singing in Spanish. Mm. And, and it was horrible. I sounded like an Americano singing <laughs> Spanish. Man. Yeah, for sure. So I went back to find those people she would tell me to listen to, and I would listen and I would mimic and learn, and that's that's how everything happened. But she was definitely yeah my ninety nine point nine percent inspiration for well you're a pro now you sound really good now so you know you, i think you i think you've come a long way you know i can't tell the difference so but <laughs> yeah at, at what point did you decide that you wanted to be a dj though so the reason that i decided to be a dj was because in my head as mm. a kid i thought that if i were a dj i would land a record deal mm. somehow i don't know where that thought process came from yeah you know, but it worked got you it worked. I yeah. became a DJ. All my friends were boys because, you know, we're all, you know, everybody's that's doing music or rap, they're all guys. Yeah. So they were DJs. So I say, hey, guys, I want to be one. They were like, happy, let's let's put you on. Mm -hmm. So they put me on. They started and it came very natural. Mm. And um, I met somebody and got a deal with a small label mm. because I came, I was a DJ. And I stopped DJing and I was touring and stuff, um, singing. I was trying to sing and that became really bad singing in English. It, it, just, it just went, it just went bad. I've, <laughs> well, I've, I've got really strong stage presence. So mm. that, that helped a lot. And um, then I figured out that I didn't like being signed to a label. Mm, got you, got you. I did not like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, we gonna get it. We gonna get into that. And uh, okay. I do want to ask you. We, I'm a DJ. You a DJ? So what's you know every DJ that when they get their first set of turntables is like it's like a new like a new experience for them. You know what I'm saying? What was the right. first pit? What was the first uh, set of turntables you got? I didn't. I I I I didn't use turntables. Okay. I, I was straight to um, laptop. Wait, no, it's a control. I'm gonna show it to you. All right, I gotta hear this. I gotta wait, see wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna show it to you. I gotta show. It. I got <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. You good? You good? That's what you use. That's what you this, use. That. That. That's what. This is what I used to travel the world with. Yeah. This is what I used to do with my radio show. This yeah. is it. The, if I can kill you if I hit you with this, this weighs so much. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's called the Hercules Art. R RMX2 yeah. and I got turned on to it because uh, I have a radio show on a station called El Bloque Radio which is out of Miami mm -hmm. and uh, the guys like um, I started doing radio with him but just doing the voice and playing song after song yeah. and he's like P I know that you're a real DJ why don't you get, get a controller Yeah. I'm like what do I get he's like one of those come on I'm a girl I'm like end up carrying this around and stuff you know he goes don't yeah. get RMX2 because he had one yeah, and yo, it works. And other DJs that when they come into the club, they look at me like sideways. So first of all, she's a girl. You still get that. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I'm a DJ too because I got two. I got the big, I got the big big pioneer. Like I used last night. That's what I used for the club. The big pioneer, and then I got the small uh, or uh, audio box. I mean, red box pioneer. So I definitely be like, what is that? <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, and then it's like, yeah. then they watch me. They're like. Can I buy that from you? I everybody asked. I said nah. When I, see it, when I see when I see it on eBay, I buy another one just to have it. I mean, yeah. I can I, I can use the Pioneer. We got that at at uh, Bar Thirteen where I work at. Mm -hmm. We got the Pioneer, but this does everything that one does. Everything exactly. Gotcha. 
you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I was a straight controller first. Controller first. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, not wrong with that. Like, you know, some of us, we, we I've been DJing since forever, and I started on vinyl. So, you know what's crazy? People, people always complain about the controller, but... I like the controller. Like I started on vinyl, I started on CD, so it was annoying to me back in the day. Like having to burn CDs or having to pack vinyl. I love I love the computer DJing. To be honest, I love it. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, I've never done yeah. uh, I, I've never done CDs, but I, I definitely can do vinyl. I'm actually yeah. honest, without a doubt. No, yeah. this, is, this is so simple. I put it in my back. Get on the get on the plane. Plane. Yep, for sure, for sure. And I do want to ask this question now. I'm a, don't please don't kill me, P. La Kangi. How, like, how did you come up with that name and, and what does that name actually mean? So, when I was in Puerto Rico working on my first reggaeton track, I was working with this famous producer named Timeless. And it was my first time singing reggaeton. It's really, really difficult because mm -hmm. they just, it's just a different way of writing, a different way of whatever. So, he yeah. said, um, we're going to make this simple. Since you're a singer, I'm going to sing the line and you repeat it like a, like a parakeet. I said, okay. So he would sing the line, I'd sing it right back, and he'd be like, this is easy. So then he sang four lines, i sing it back. So after, like, we're midway through the song, mm. he goes, kangrima. I was like, what, is, what does that mean? I'm a kangri, I don't understand. So kangri means congressperson, congresswoman, game changer, lawmaker, law, like, power. Yeah. Power. Yeah. So P is a, a nickname that I've had for a long time. So P, la kangri. So I'm P. I'm the, that congresswoman. I'm that power broker. Mm. Got you, got you. Yeah. And I do want to ask this, you know, because you said like at that at one point you found that you hated being a in, a in a record deal, and you know a, a lot of artists that listen to my show, a lot of people listen to my show, they always come, you know, want to know about the music business, right? So as a female uh, DJ and as a female artist, what has been like one of the hardest things that you had to deal with in the music business? Um. I think as as um, as the artist, you know, the, the whole sexual harassment thing as mm. a female, you know, um, and ways of handling it, you know, ways like how to handle things. That I always my my father was very diplomatic, mm. so he always, he taught me diplomacy. So how to get that person that's sexually harassing you that don't mm. know no better because whoever he sexually harassed before worked. But now he's me, he's met me or yeah. she's met me because it's it's both worlds that happens and you can't just it's not just guys that are doing it yeah for so, sure right so how do i in my mind turn that person into a friend mm. that's instead of me fighting or, or feeling disrespected or i mean i do i do feel disrespected but instead of that how do i turn that person into a friend someone that could be a part of my career for longevity and i've mastered that so mm. a lot of people that might have tried to want something from to get something mm. I've, I've, I've turned them into a friend and how do i turn them with my business savvy and with my mm. knowledge of music and being very secure in my career mm. and if you don't turn out to be my friend then it's it was just not meant to be and i'll move on to the next thing but that's 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 been the hardest mm. and as a, as a female dj i can actually say it wasn't really that hard i'm really good at what i do mm, for sure i like that i'm really good at what i do um i'm a crowd pleaser mm -hmm. um I do the ultimate thing that a lot of DJs don't do. I don't know if you do. I take requests. I do. I definitely take requests. I take requests. Yeah. Um, I take requests and I don't have a playlist. Mm. So I so I have no I have no clue what I mean 
the place that I play at my residency is downtown by NYU. I don't mm -hmm. know who's walking in the door. I have no clue. Yeah. You know, unless it's a specific genre night. Yeah. But, but if it's a regular night, it could be a, all, you know, all black, could be Chinese, could be Punjabi, could mm. be anything. So me having a playlist is not going to mm. help me in this situation. Yeah. Um, I think one of the things that I did encounter was um, walking into a place where the DJ say, yo, Pilakangri's an artist. What's she doing DJing? Like, mm. like, you know, and they said, and the owner told, watch her. Hang out and watch. <laughs> watch what happens. Yeah. She's, an she's an entertainer. She's not here yeah. to scratch and, yeah. you know, show tricks yeah. and whatever. She's yeah. here to make, make my cash register ring. But yeah. I think that, that's been, that's happened a few times. Like, yo, she, she's the artist. Like, why can't I do both? I don't understand. Like, what's, what's like so mysterious about like being a DJ mm. and being a singer or a rapper, I think it's hand in hand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And actually, recently, I just started being an artist myself because I was always a producer and just DJ. I just stayed behind the scenes. And recently, I started doing more my own music. So, you know, it's been really pretty good. You know what I'm saying? So I respect that. And I do want to ask this, right? So you play uh, everything from Latin, 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 excuse me, Latin, Urbana, and, uh, you know, EDM and house and, you know, like you said, Punjabi music and things like that. What is your favorite genre to play? Like, what do you, what do you like uh, playing? Right now, someone asked me that the other day. I got, I, I have to say it's by stages, right? Gotcha. Okay. I started playing Afrobeats at my particular residency about three years ago mm -hmm. when, it, when it wasn't cool. Yep. Uh, when it wasn't cool. Um, you know, I've got you know, Africans would come in and I, because I, I watched the crowd and I start going into some stuff. They're like, Who are you? What is yeah. going on here? You yeah. know, and then everybody else will fall into place and then you can go into some house music with that. You know what I mean? Mm. And, but it, it didn't become popular. It mm. just did not. And then TikTok mm. made other people from other countries like us mm. appreciate African music mm. and I'm a piano. And it became trendy, right? Yeah, yep, yep, but, for no, sure. But it's not, but it's not trendy. It's a culture. It's a vibe. It's happiness. Mm -hmm. It's community. So right now, I want to say to you that my favorite thing to play right now is I'm a piano. Gotcha. I'm, I'm a piano, and yeah. Yo, I've been playing a lot of Jagged Edge lately. I have no idea. Why. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, you, know, you know, like I've been playing a lot of. I get a lot of requests because of TikTok. TikTok has made a lot of songs. Come back. Come, yeah, back, come back, come back, yeah. I've been, I've been mm. playing Flipside, Jagged Edge. When yeah. I get into that zone, and then you get people who weren't even born, loving right? it, loving it, scream yeah. it, you know, yeah. and screaming it for that stuff. It's crazy. So yeah, it's, it's those two. But I'm a piano right now. Wow, man. I I live it. I know the words. I feel it in my soul. Yeah, and yeah. That's what's up. That's what I like. For sure, I love that answer. And um, you, and and you know, now that you you know you left your your label and you know you 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 get, get came on your own, you come into your own as a as an artist, as a DJ, as a producer. You know, Gutierrez Enterprises, distributed by Empire. Oh, what not made... anymore. No oh, more no? Empire. No Empire. No, no, and and no, that's okay. We could talk about that too. Okay. No Empire. Gotcha. Okay. Let's talk about it. Tell, tell me about that. Tell me about Gutierrez, Gutierrez Enterprises. So the, the deal I had with Empire was just a straight out distribution deal and it worked for me. Mm -hmm. But when, once I started growing, I felt that they weren't taking me seriously. Like mm. I, I know that I have a straight distribution deal with you, mm. but, but you see my numbers growing. Like it, you can, it's like, it was like I was in kindergarten and I went and I jumped into high school real fast musically. Yeah, yeah. And, and now I'm a member of the Grammys. 
And mm. I'm call I'm calling them and saying, "Hey, this is happening. This is and then no one's taking interest." <laughs> like Yeah, yeah. You no, know, it's like I mean, maybe I was talking to the wrong person, so I'm not gonna say the whole company because you can't blame a whole company. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying, yo, like, don't don't they see this? And then one of my videos hit a million views, a million streams, mm-hmm. and I, I bought my own billboard in Times Square, mm-hmm. and like I I got like a semi congratulations from them, mm-hmm. and then they're like, um, come to find out, uh, because I haven't been paid all my money yet, like everything else, right? They're like, um, we were looking and. Your views for the video that's out 3.2 million. Um, we d- we decided that they're they're bots. You know I what's so? crazy? That's that. <laughs> wait, wait, I, wait. I was looking at a video on YouTube about that. Yeah, that the distributors and, do that. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, they, that wasn't the language they used. I had the actual email. Yeah. And I was like, yo, that that hurt my soul because I have receipts from Google Ads. From doing all the Google ads, yeah. and you can see on the back end yeah, yeah. that it says ninety nine percent of views come from Google advertising. Crazy. I I mean it's like, and you know the attorneys involved in the whole thing. Then the attorney said, mm-hmm. uh, "You show me proof there are no bots, and I got you." I showed within two because I'm very organized. Mm-hmm. I sent them all the screenshots. He said they're crazy. I said, "Look, I spent because you know." For an, an artist, an independent artist, to get that many views, if first of all, Google doesn't let you go that far. If they the don't. Bots, they're not. Yeah, you get a million, you might get like a hundred thousand, but they're not gonna let you get a million. They don't let you get your million. They yeah. let you get two million. They don't let you get three point two million. Hmm. So um, that's what happened with them. And you know, I asked to get out, and I went to a different. Like, I got out. I went to a different. Um, I went. That's my puppy. I went to a different distributor. Super nice people. Here go. Here comes the the bad the bad part. Nice uh, people. Yeah. I really I really like the people behind this. Yeah. And uh, I woke up after New Year's Eve this year. Go online. Mm. My music my music is missing from every digital platform. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, crazy. You have no idea. I broke out into hives. Got sick. I I went nuts. Call my attorney. I called the, the people. Yeah. They're like they're like, that's impossible. I'm like I'm looking at it, and he checks it, and now he's freaking out. He goes, "Wow!" So I'm saying that he must have forgot to do something, like something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and um, he goes, "I'll fix it within three days. I'll fix it. I'm gonna work on it." And I'm sure he just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So here comes the intellect. I fix it. Mm. I fix it. Left them, and now I'm with Distro Kid, and I'm happy. Yeah, Distro Kid. I've been with them for like eight years. Distro Kid is, is on on the money. I've been with them. I think it's been ten yeah. days, and my they love it. Yeah, oh love God. it. Love if it. I can, if I can talk to someone there and just yeah. say I love you, yeah, I would say I love you. Yeah, Distro Kid is where it's at. Like I, it, <laughs> I made a lot of money on Distro Kid. Distro Kid is where it's at. <laughs> yeah, so I've been, I've been. I think it's like eleven, yeah. twelve days, and yeah, man. So yeah. But it, it. But I think that was the, the lesson was that that even though stuff didn't work out. I was meant to be where I'm at right now. And I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. And because, and, and I'm glad you said it like that because, you know, uh, like I said, image is very important as well too. And and one thing I noticed that you're very 
big on your image and how you look and you know from the blue hair to the red hair to your, your imagery your post i mean your flyers your posters everything the big billboard in Times square with the blue and you know what i'm saying how important is uh having a popping image and a good brand like in the music business how, how do you feel about how do you do you think it's very important to have a good brand and a good image I, I, absolutely and i would love to say that that it was everything was my idea, but it wasn't. I have an incredible hair guy. Yeah. And I, I told you I couldn't talk to you Thursday, right? Because <laughs> I, 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 I had to get my hair done at eleven in the morning because that's that's what yeah. I do because I've got the weekend. Yeah. But I, I think that it's really super important to mm. to have your to have like your own image. Yeah. You know, and that also has kind of kept me a part of the Latin market because mm. there was a label that that said to me that. Uh, sorry, not a label, a podcast mm. that said, well, she doesn't look like Cardi B. She doesn't look like somebody. Wow. She doesn't look like... Um, they said that to you? Yeah. They told they told my, my team, um, you, wow. know, you know, she got to be a little more naked. You know, I said, you know, I'm going to be vulgar. I said, they're running a train on me or they, they interview me? What's, I mean, well, I don't understand what's going I know, on. I never heard no shit like that. That's crazy. Bro, no, and I'm gonna say it here, and, and then we, we when when I win those Grammys, I'll, I'll I'll tell you who the who the podcast was, right? Yeah. But um, and then the guys get mad. Like my friend, who's who's part of the business, he's like, mm. they ask, they, he goes, they don't see that you're a boss. They don't see. And I go, that's right. They don't see it, so that's not the platform for me. They mm. don't see it. So in in other perspectives, I've had labels out that. that have offered to sign me because mm. I look so they call me the, the Latina pink because I'm so out there. I would and, agree and with I, that. I would agree I, with that. And I, I agree with that and I'm okay mm. with that. And look and nothing against if you want to show your body, look Cardi B's fly, Sweetie's fly, Lotto's mm. fly. That's what they do. But that's not what I choose. If I choose to do that next year, that's my thing. But yeah. I, I I like the way that I am. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Well I I, I, res I respect it as as a DJ and as a I would never say no dumb shit like that, but I respect because like what said with me, I listen with my two ears. I don't care about all of that. Like I, if the music sound good and you know that's what I want to rock with because I want to get into the next question before we get out of here too is Este Perreo. That's how I say it, right? Piero. Este Este Perreo. There you go. It's este hard to Perreo. Say. It, it, perreo. Perreo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The direct, the single. I uh, love the video. The behind the scenes was fire. Yeah, uh, what, right. Yeah, what does that actually mean? You had the, you had the, uh, the, the, the was it the Rolls Royce truck? No, the Benz, the, the Maybach truck. You had the Maybach truck in the video. You know what? I've yeah. never done. I've never done an atypical video. Yeah. I've never done like. It was I, fly like, though. It was fly. It was fly. It was fly. And then you yeah. know, I don't know what. Obviously, you saw it. So the the two girls that are dancing, like in the inside part, when I'm, yeah. I'm doing all this, right? Yeah. Those are those are two fans that come to the club. Oh wow! And I I said to them, Yo, I'm doing a video in Miami. They say we in there. They flew out there. Yeah, yeah. Out there on the own, you know, it was cool. And then the main, the main, we can say ass, right? The main. Yeah, ass you go. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. The, the main ass is in my my face. Yeah, that's my that's my cousin. <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, my cousin said, "Oh, P, we need, we we we. I think you need another ass in here." And then the director was like, "You know, your cousin. Do you?" I go, "She's already. She's taking it. She'll be fine. She got a bikini. She'll do it." And then we yo. The video is so fly. Yeah, it's fly. That that, that video is fly. So that video only has um, it has only forty four thousand views. With my producer who produced it, mm -hmm. I, I asked him seventeen times, "Is there a sample?" Mm. He said no. Well, there is. 
there is, you know. Ah, ah, these people in this business, boy, I tell you. Yeah, there is, there is. So, <laughs> I mean, I, the the company that owns the sample, they're not, they're not stopping anything, but I'm mm. not going to monetize. I spend too much money in that video not to monetize. Hell so, yeah. So we're well, we're working this week because I had this whole drama with my music mm. just just came back up. Mm. Like people, you know, I've got a lot of deals going. They're like, P, you, mm. I, I go, no, you guys don't know what happened because I didn't tell anybody because mm. I couldn't talk about it because I would cry, you know? Yeah, you get upset, yeah. Yeah, so now that the, the music is up, I can concentrate on everything else. Mm. So uh, we're working on clearing the video and I'm sure as soon as we'll clear it, it'll go in the millions, uh, you know, put my, my uh, but that, 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 that was fun. That was, and I yeah. made back, did you see that it says Big P? Yeah, I, I seen it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I, I was, I was looking at, it. I was checking it out. And uh, one of my last yeah. questions before I before I get out of here well, is, um, oh, I'm sorry, what's up? I'm gonna show you. Let me show you. Gotcha. <laughs> Big P, you know what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The new, now we here for a reason, not a season. We here for the season and the reason. You know, this the new single. A, I'm a piano boss mix. Is that you? Big a boss of the blocks mix. Is that you singing on it? Is that you singing on it? Right. That's me singing. I did the production, the singing, and everything on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I, I, now this is very different because it's I'm a piano with Latin lyrics on top of it, which is very yes. different. And if you know I'm a piano, for those who are listening, that's a sort of a African mix music from African culture, and it's it's a sort of a subculture of Afro beats. So yes. having it with with uh, Latin lyrics, what inspired that to do for to for, inspired you to do that? Excuse me. Yo, it's it's a little emotional when I DJ uh, yeah. the Ama Piano parties. Yeah, the, the Africans when I sing along with them the songs, like mm. I'm louder than they are singing in their language. Yeah, yeah. They get emotional. They come and they hug me, and they say that I've embraced their culture, and they can feel. They say that I really, I'm playing it from the heart, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then something about it didn't let me sleep. Mm. Like something didn't let me sleep And I had the song called A On the Boss of the Block album And it's an Afrobeat song mm. It's straight up Afrobeat mm. So I, t I took the song A Took those vocals And produced And I'm a piano hard That song was hard mm. yeah. Like a hard And I tested it at the club uh, In between Unavailable and Mona Lisa mm. And they stayed on the floor I said okay You got one I got one <laughs> So I told my team that this is what I'm going to do. Nobody was surprised. They say, nobody, this, you should have done it like a month ago. I said, well, a month ago, my shit was missing. So, so here it is now. Yeah. And I've sent it out to people like you. Yeah. And people are like, yo, so I'm the first to do it. I don't care who says it. And you, you, are, it. you are. You are. You are the first. I, I don't care. Uh, I had um a Latin programmer. I wish I knew his name because I don't, I don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> uh, he said, um, he said to me, uh, I love it. I have it on my playlist in my car, but I, I can't play it on my station or something or my playlist because it's not popular. So I want to say, what motherfucker? So, so Bad Bunny's got to do it, fucker. So when Bad Bunny does it, oh, now it's popular. So now we good, right? And I love Bad Bunny, number one fan. So you yeah. fuck like like why can't I be the why can't you embrace me and say yo this huh. girl's dope? Yep. She's the first one. The bitch can sing. Yeah. And and she produced it too. What? Wait a minute. Yeah. Nah, but I've sent it to you. I've sent it to some radio stations in Nigeria. Mm. And if they would have said something to me, I probably wouldn't be that offended. Mm. It's on it's on radio in Nigeria already. Exactly. Some four, some four stations. And it's so, gonna be it's on my station, DJ Chase Radio. So thank you. Yeah, so I'm the first to do it. I mean, if Bad does it, anybody else does it, Osuna, whoever, 
I don't care how famous you are. I, you know, Carol G, I'll go at you. I, I, I'm the first one, and I'll, and I'll do it better. Cause the second yeah. I'm a piano single, yeah, is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. <laughs> that, that, that's that's how I feel about that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So, Mama, my very last question before we get out of here, I want to say thank you, thank you so much for coming on and dropping some knowledge, dropping some game. Uh, you know, I always ask this question, everybody. If you watch my podcast, you're gonna get sick of this question, but I ask. Oh, uh, if you ha- if you know if you meeting somebody right now and all the things that you've been through and all the things that you learned, what is one piece of advice that you would give anybody getting into the music business today? that the business part mm. i would tell them you don't have to be signed get your business together before yeah. you write any song incorporate get your credit together um i saw russ talking about a credit line uh the minute he said that i called my accountant and said yo i'm talking to- i see this guy russ he's talking about a credit line he goes well you've got good credit you can get it done next thing you know i finance my own my own label i finance myself yeah I, I don't owe anybody any money yeah there's no there's no investor there's nothing my goal is to have a major label come and say you know we want to purchase what yeah. you got and, and build on it so really yeah. the business the business aspect is the most important part. get your business together start a label pay your taxes do all that that do all that stuff as you're doing your music and release your own music and like i said like this real kid is not paying us to say this but it's a great place to start for real yeah you know yeah sure so that's my advice that's my advice thank you so much mama thank you thank you one of my one of my best interviews thus far you know this man uh new york city zone pete la crangi where can they find you where can they get those mixes the soundcloud is popping where can they get all your goodness they can get everything on soundcloud they can get the mixes on mixcloud they can go to my uh, website pilakangri.com i'm very very reachable so at pilakangri they can you know check out chase yeah, Chase, Chase, Chase will find me. And, <laughs> and Chase, yo, let's make it happen that I DJ with you down there. Man. Yeah, actually, I'm coming up. I gotta do Beta Fest. I'm coming up uh, April 21st, so I'm coming up uh, to do some big, the big Beta Fest festival in Brooklyn. So I'm DJ. Oh, I'm the headliner DJ. Yeah, I'm convincing you. Yeah, I'm the headliner DJ. Me. Yeah, oh, so, so I definitely. Maybe I'll come visit you at Beta Fest. Yeah, Beta Fest is Sunday, so you're on Saturday. So I will come see you on Saturday. And I come see you on Sunday. There you go. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> all right, cool. You know this, man. The all-new single, A, the I'm a Piano, Boss of the Block mix out now. Blasting off right here on WDJCDB, DJ Chase Radio. You know this, man. DJChaseRadio.com, DJChase.net, Spotify Podcast, Apple Podcast, and YouTube, DJ Chase TV. It's the pregame party of this podcast. Yeah. It's official. It's official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix. All right, all right, all right, all right. Y'all been waiting for it. The new official mobile app, DJ Chase Radio, on all app stores, Google Play, Android phones, and Apple phones, iOS phones, man. Download that DJ Chase Radio app. Stay connected with us 24-7, the hottest music, playing the hottest music and the hottest shows 24-7. You know this, man. DJ Chase Radio, WDJC, DB, DJ Chase Radio, the hot new audio home for the creative. <laughs> yeah.